All right, what's up guys? Welcome back to Casual Sports Fans, where we upload once every single year. No, we're just kidding. But we're gonna be continuing our weekly sports reviews, or we're, I guess we'll go over it since the last time we did one a month ago or whatever. We've been really busy. Andrew and I have had baseball, Evans has been doing tennis, but we're back as always. I'm Ben Gatowski here with Evan Berger and Andrew Bartle. Without further ado, let's roll in. So um, we're back for the first time in a long time, but I'm happy to be back. These are always super fun. So let's start with the MLB because I'm um, kind of riding high right now. My Brewers just took two or three from the Cubs after getting pounded 13-0. Uh, let's start with the NL Central, or 13-2, sorry. Currently, the Brewers are leading, I believe they're 12-8? and 13-8. and 13-8. Yeah. Um, are the Cubs still in second or is it the Reds now? Um, it must the be the Cardinals Reds. in second. The Cardinals are in second. One game broke up. But it's really just like this division seems to be really struggling, but the Brewers pitching staff is coming along really nicely. I guess we should start by asking this, guys. Do we think the Brewers' success is something that can be continued throughout the entire season? When you're talking about Why does it matter? Okay. Like Andrew said, when you talk about Brewers' success, are you talking Brewers' success in winning the division? Or are you talking about in winning games in the playoffs yes, against the top that, caliber that's teams? the right question. But can the Brewers beat top caliber teams? With their roster right now, the way they're playing... No, they can't beat the Dodgers, the Padres, the Braves, and like those type of teams play. They just swept the Padres as an FYI. Yes, but regular season baseball, okay, maybe the Padres. But when you're Who really looking when you're really mind. looking at it, like I guess yes, obviously Yelich is um, out. But these hitters are not getting at high rate. Paddock pitched and Darvish Darvish pitched in that series. I'm just gonna check, why not? But just in general. But there was some bomb in the first game. Yeah. In general, what I'm saying, Brewers are still close to the bottom league and hitting, and their pitching is really good, but is it completely sustainable? I think it is for Woodruff, it is for Burns. Is it for the rest of the pitchers? I don't know. So yes, I do think they can win this division, and it won't be that hard to, but can they be the top teams? I do not think so. I think when we're talking about the Brewers, right, it really is awesome to see our rotation coming along so well, but it also can just be so incredibly painful with this team because it's so night and day with the offense. Like, Today, they won 6-0. That score is so misleading because they scored one, they scored one run for the first eight innings of the game, and then some bum comes in. He's walking, guys. We get we get a couple doubles here and there, but I'm going to say it's more with the pitcher being bad. But we've also seen the Brewers have put up runs off of starting caliber pitchers on the Cardinals, such as, um, what's his name? Um, I don't know if you guys could protest Flaherty or We did beat Flaherty, but it was like 2-0. It's just this offense is such in such a weird spot. Our rotation has been awesome. Our pen has been doing their job. It's not as dominant as it once was. And um, Christian Yelich is still on the IL. I'm really nervous about what's going to be happening with him. I do think that if we're playing like this, Freddie Peralta has been looking really, really, really good. I'm surprised I didn't throw his name in there. But... Um, I don't know. Just like, am I confident that we will win a playoff series? Absolutely not. Am I confident that we can possibly win this division? I would say so. Lament, Paddock, and Musgrove. No Snell, 
No Darvish. That oh, was the sweep. Good. I meant Musgrove, not Darvish. Well, that was also after Musgrove had come off of a no-hitter in an eight-inning one-hit performance when against When was Musgrove's no-hitter? No, Musgrove is their four in the rotation, isn't he? So, like, in a playoff rotation, you might play against their four. You don't always play You're against You're going to see Snell and Darvish in, if you see him in the playoffs. Like, it's, it's I'm, I'm not saying we'd be – this is what I'm saying. I'm not super confident we can win a playoff series. We might be able to beat, like, a – I, I know the Braves are struggling right now. I wouldn't even be super confident that we could beat them. But, like, maybe we could win a playoff series. I just think this division really is so <laughs> incredibly underwhelming. And it's just going to be such a roller coaster ride of these, like, mediocre to, like, slightly above mediocre teams cannibalizing each other the rest of the way through the season. Um, and I think that's just how it's going to go. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cubs are in first two weeks from now. You know what I mean? Or the Reds, or anyone. Reds are anyone, a seven-game losing streak. Anyone, anyone but the like, anyone but the Pirates at this point. Like, it's it's gonna be so flip-flop craziness that um that none of these teams are really that good, and I think it's something we all kind of struggle to accept. Being such diehard fans of these teams. Oh, I I don't struggle to accept it. Every all the teams suck. Well, I so. <laughs> It's um, but all other news in the MLB like Dodgers Padres is going on. I believe it's what three two Dodgers or something three three maybe. Um, I don't know. All I know is Tatis took Bauer deep twice. Deep that was so fun to watch. Stealing signs though. So. Well, so, I don't know. That was confirmed. Uh, I think that, so. Well, okay. What's the confirmed information? Since we don't want to spread lies here. We can confirm that on the pitch he went deep. He looked down at what's the kid's name? The catcher. Um, Gavin Lux. No, no. Will Smith. Will Smith. He looked down at Will Smith as he was giving a sign, and after Will Smith gave was like in the middle of giving the sign, he like looked up and he sees Tatis like looking down at him, and then he went deep on the next pitch on a pitch that was really well executed by Bauer was a slider like two or three four inches off the plate. That's true. Um, I mean, obviously, like going deep on a slider in the MLB is hard enough. It was it was awesome to see. It's awesome to see this rivalry brewing. Um, the Yankees suck. Um, I mean, so I'm kind of surprised, but again, they kind of disappoint everyone every single year. Um, but now I do think we should flip over to the AL. We've been talking about the NL. So at this point in the season, who are we feeling confident about in the American League? Not the Yankees. Ha ha. <laughs> Why are they so bad? Um, I think it comes down to their starting pitching. I think their starting pitching, one, isn't healthy, two, hasn't really performed. And also their top hitters are, they've been fine this year, but they haven't been what you're expecting from like Glaber Torres what you're expecting from, like, Stanton. Like, all, a lot of those top guys aren't hitting to their normal levels while the pitching has just sucked. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think it's kind of like, and I mean, I'm really not trying to, like, sound like a jerk when I'm saying this, but, like, I am getting, like, kind of reminiscent to the Cubs, right? Because they had this, like, dyna- like dynasty-level core, and then it kind of fell off for a year. And, I mean, we're 20 games in, so I'm, it's not, like, a super direct comparison. But it, it does kind of just feel like this core is not playing as well as they should be. And maybe they'll pick it up, maybe they don't. But um, a team that I think everyone should be talking about right now is the Oakland A's. They've won, what, 13 in a row? They just <laughs> lost today. They lost oh, they lost today. Uh, so they start off 1-7. They are now 14-8. Um, and eight. So it's it's awesome to see a small team like that. The Royals are first in the that's, American That's not going to It really is just kind of like what is going on in this, in this league right now. I mean, but um, you well, could the say Red Sox are somehow good after a very disappointing 
The, yeah, last year, like the Mariners are making their yearly appearance at the top of the standings until May first hits, and they inevitably lose twenty five of thirty. Yeah. Um, but baseball is a confusing place. So, like the Twins are playing terribly, the Yankees are playing terribly, the Blue Jays aren't really living up to any hype right now. I do think we will see some massive changes probably by the next time we record this in two months. But well, um, I mean, it's just I'm still so happy baseball is back. I missed it so much, and I was so sick. Of the NBA, but I'll tell you something I'm not sick of the NFL. The draft is coming up next week. Obviously, we all know who's going one, but everyone seems to just be talking about these quarterbacks, right? So let me ask you guys who do you think is going to be the second quarterback taken in this draft class? Fields. What? I don't no, know. No. Okay, okay. Well, Fields may Listen, be listen, the you gotta realize who is the number two pick? Who is the number two pick? It's the Jets. You're taking the Wilson New York 100%. Jets. They're taking now, how? Okay, tell me, what evidence in the past has the Jets ever done a decent draft pick? Quinn Williams. It's not about that. Like, all sources. Quinn Williams exactly isn't good yet. He's Jets. still developing, so we don't know. All right. Good. He's, like, decent right now, and they picked him three overall. So he can be really good. I think he'll end up being pretty good. But when have the Jets done a good job at, like, what, drafting a quarterback since Joe Namath or having a good player on their team since Joe Namath or having success in their organization in general? The Jets are the meme of the NFL in terms of drafting, like the Knicks are in the NBA. Not even the Browns are as bad as drafting as the Jets, and that's saying something. Let me me rephrase the question then, Andrew. Who deserves to be oh, the second? Okay, that's a completely. That's draft. a complete. Then it's Zach Wilson. Then it's Zach Wilson. That's pretty um, easy. I do think Zach Wilson deserves to be the second quarterback taken. I think he will be the second quarterback taken. All signs lead to Zach Wilson being the second quarterback taken. I don't know too much about um about Justin Fields and the Jets. There hasn't been much reporting about that um about that combo. And I do think um quarterbacks two through four all Wilson Fields. And Lance are all really good quarterbacks, and they could end up in whatever order by the end of their career. Um, I do have the edge to Wilson, though, his arm talent, mobility. He's got a lot of people, like, get really mad when, like, they hear, oh, Mahomes like arm talent. Oh, you just say that when um, QB has good arm strength. But, like, when you look at the quarterback side by side, um, pretty similar. I'm not saying he's that good, just pretty similar. I think... I think Wilson will be the second quarterback taken, but I think Justin Fields will end up being the second best quarterback in this draft, um, mainly due to like situational stuff. In that case, I could see him being the best quarterback in this draft because Trevor Lawrence is going down to Jacksonville, and we have no idea what the hell is going on down there. But the reality of quarterbacks in the NFL draft is this, and it is really sad. There are five prospects, four, four or five, Potential first-round picks, right? Oh, there's five. People think that's going to be five. Yeah, five in the top, like, seven, even some people think. Out of these five quarterbacks, at least, at at a bare minimum, two of them will be ruined by their situation. And then we'll be looking back at this like, what is going on? So, look, Justin Fields ends up in San Francisco. I can see that being scary. If Trey Lance ends up being in San Francisco, that can be scary. Matt Jones ends up being in San Francisco. That can be scary. Like, if Justin Fields or, like, let's say something crazy happens, Trevor Lawrence ends up on the Jets, like, something could suck. You know what I mean? So, um, 
I think all the quarterbacks are really good. The one knock that I have against Wilson is he didn't really play anyone, right? Like, he ruined a Wisconsin perfect season a couple years ago. I remember that very vividly. Gagway and Ellis missed a huge field goal. It was terrible. But um, he's just not playing a lot of good competition. And in some cases, we see it work out. Like, oh, you don't need to really play the top-tier SEC teams like with Josh Allen. But sometimes you see someone like Mitch Trubisky, who isn't playing this great Whoa. competition, and then they get drafted too high, and all of a sudden Trubisky never even down. played. He I, played half of a season and was clearly terrible. That's also, different. Also, there's a difference I, between like, I, I talking ACC talent. I just think the argument about, oh, they're not playing good competition is a bit misleading because I would argue Zach Wilson um, going against the defense he, is, he did was more difficult than Mac Jones going against the defenses he did with the weapons he had. Mac Jones won a championship. But Mac Jones, if you look at Mac Jones, you look at his numbers. He's going to have four wide receivers that are going to go top 10 or 15 in their respective classes. So he's been throwing to wide open wide receivers, game in, game out. I think he's had the least, um, least like, or most yards of separations per um, per throw in, the, in all of college football. He's making pretty easy throws. Um, his film isn't great. So when you're looking at, um, like, oh, the competition isn't hard, Zach Wilson's receivers also weren't very good. So he has to make pretty difficult passes to even get it to them. So I don't really love the, oh, he's not going against comp- good competition. He's a bad quarterback. That's not really how it goes down. I'm just saying, if there's a knock on him, it would be that. Yeah. And the other knock on him is he's going to be drafted by the Jets. That's the Bears so are going to draft Mac Jones. He'll find a way to fall, and the Bears will like trade up a few picks, and they're going to draft Mac Jones. And, and then he'll be terrible, too. But or the Broncos will draft <laughs> Mac Jones. I feel like that's the prototype. <laughs> it's the prototype it, of Elway It makes sense to me. I mean, given. You know what, Evan? Yeah, talk to, talk to us here for a second. Who do we think the Bears? What do you think the Bears are going to do come draft day? Um, knowing it's Ryan Pace, I don't know. He's probably going to make the wrong pick. The obvious pick would be going offensive tackle. There's a lot of great ones in this draft class, like a Tevin Jenkins, even like Christian Derrickson who falls. But we got from um, Northwestern. What's his name? Greg Newsome at cornerback. Shy Bainwater. No, 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 so the fat guy. The offensive lineman. Oh, Rashawn Slater's not slipping. Oh. He's going top. 12, no doubt, in my opinion. But, yeah, so I think there's obvious good picks, like I said, but there's also a lot of bad picks, so I really don't know what, what way Pace is going to go. There's really no way to predict it. I'm really hoping he makes a smart choice, but probably not. Okay. The Packers, Here's I don't the deal think he wants to attack Okay. I think I would be – okay. I want them to do a situation where it's like take the best player available, like take the value, whether that's trading back, trading up, finding the best player on the board. Because I kind of trust the Packers, you know, whether that's a linebacker, whether that's an offensive tackle, because two of our offensive linemen were either cut or released due to contract issues. Maybe it's a wide receiver. Maybe it's a D tackle to pair with Kenny Clark. But for the love of God, don't be like, yeah, let's pick a running back because he's the highest graded player on our board. Like at some point, the they Packers need to no the Packers need back. to address address positional need sometimes instead of just doing best player on the board. I mean, part of I'm hoping that their best player on the board is like a O tackle, wide receiver, linebacker, D tackle, maybe even a really good cornerback because Kevin King, you know, costed us a trip to the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah. Part of me really does agree with you. I do want them to take the best player available. Um, but another part of me is we were burned. <laughs> we, we were we were a Hail Mary away from being <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, 
still cry myself to sleep sometimes thinking about that one. But um, no, you don't. I think, and I actually I have so much trust in Gudikins or whatever and Mark Murphy to make the right decision because they have and they have really consistently and with Whoa. the exception of Jordan Love, right? But like. I'm not going to speak on that one. But, like, they've made great draft picks consistently. They picked Rashawn Gary, who's been awesome. They picked – were they there when they picked Jair, Andrew? It was Murphy Jair. who picked Jair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's picked Jair Alexander. Elton Jenkins. He's picked Elton Jenkins. So he's really – he's done a great job picking talent. And, like, A.J. Dillon. Like, A.J. Dillon was so, so dominant when he played last year that people were legitimately talking about, like – not re-signing a top running back in the league. And, okay, I have a stat because everyone who was hating on Aaron Jones, there were four There were four running backs this year who got over, like, or four running backs who've gotten over 3,000 all-purpose yards in the past two seasons combined. Those running backs are Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, and I forget who the fourth one was. Maybe uh, it was Alvin Kamara. Get injured? It was well, Alvin Kamara. Christian McCaffrey got hurt. It was it was it was Alvin Kamara. Just li- listen, listen. But still though, yeah, listeners. I get what you mean. I get what the you mean. touches for each of these running backs. Dalvin Cook had just over 300 touches. Derrick Henry had close to 400 touches. Alvin Kamara had like 300, like high 290s, like. And Aaron Jones had 192. Yeah, per touches, he's probably only behind Alvin Kamara in efficiency for NFL running backs. He's been he's been so incredible. I'm so happy they resigned him. But like, this is my point. We picked AJ Dillon. We almost didn't resign him. And it, don't get me wrong, AJ Dillon's been awesome. I agree with you. We don't need a running back. If there was one position I would really like, offensive tackle corner. Because That's, with Green like Bay, it has tackle. been. There has been a formula for the past two years to beat them, and it has been get physical with this offensive line. If you get to Rodgers, Rodgers is an all-time great, even under pressure. But to expect Rodgers to put up the same unworldly numbers that he does when he has Shaquille Barrett, um, what's the other guy's name? Like Levante David, Devin White, Nadamikin Sue Sue, in his mouth. It's just... And the same thing happened with San Francisco. He got bum-rushed. He got blitzed. So, it, it, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I do want an offensive tackle because um, I do think Kevin King will get there. And I do think Josh Jackson is actually a lot better than people give him credit for. And um, he, he'll be back. So, I, if I had to pick one position for Green Bay in the draft, I'd pick an offensive tackle. So, that, that, thanks for coming to my TED Talk there. That was a really long time. <laughs> and lastly, we can look at the um, Ravens trade with the Chiefs sending um, star offense tackle Orlando Brown to the Super Bowl champions year before this year. Um, what do you guys think about the trade? Do you think the Chiefs won the trade? Obviously, by getting top talent, do you think the Ravens got pretty solid value with the first round pick? Does Baltimore know they're in the AFC? Yeah, that's my <laughs> You just traded the defending AFC champion, champions in all-pro offensive tackle when it was their position of need. Like, do we understand what conference we're in? Don't get me wrong. I think Baltimore is actually going to try to move up to take a really top-tier cal- like cal- wide receiver. receiver. Jamar Chase, maybe Devonta David. I, I, I don't... I I'm not going spe- to spectate too much. But they, don't they have two first-round picks on? Yeah. yeah, they have um, two like, the late Chiefs 20s, won. early 30s. So do we think that two first-round picks and, I don't know, 
Mark Ingram? <laughs> Dude, like, Didn't they already maybe cut not, Mark Ingram? Maybe not him, but like you know who I mean. Like two first round picks and what? someone else, or like two firsts and like a sixth can't move them into that echelon to like get a top tier receiver. And I think that's what Baltimore's like long term plan is. Um, but like just looking at the trade, it's like. What are, what are we doing, man? Like, well, no one should be looking to make a trade with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Um, but Baltimore did, and now I'm going to have to deal with the Sam Patrick Mahomes ESPN Instagram for the next year. Oh, so. my goodness. It was like ESPN when Zion Williamson got drafted. And to be fair, I love Luka Doncic, but they do it with Luka Doncic too much. They, and Lamelo. Oh, my goodness. They're like, look at this shot Luka Doncic made. It's like, yeah, I get it. He hit another game-winning three-pointer. Like, he's amazing. I already it's agree with even, you. It's not even game-winning, though. It's like... He did hit a game-winning three-pointer. Like, yeah, I know, but it's like layup over a slightly taller defender. Lamelo walks upstairs. <laughs> so that's a post. Yeah, it, it really is ridiculous, but... We're not here to hate on ESPN's Instagram. Transitioning over to the NBA, I think that was a pretty good segue for it. Um, nothing's really been happening. Um, like LeBron and AD still aren't playing, right? Yeah, yeah so. it just makes the regular season matchups that preview key playoff matchups just so disappointing because they're the not actually playing. So like, you know how there's this thing right now that's like, oh, one of these teams could be in the play-in game, the Lakers or the Mavericks, if one of them starts falling. It's that's like, yeah, because one of them's not actually that good, and the other one has hurt players or load management that, players. Like, and the Nets can load manage and still cruise by the East because of how many superstars they have. They don't need to play an old Blake griffin every day you know it's exactly. like like the nba <sighs> the nba is so terrible and i think the reason it's so terrible is because we can literally pick out what five teams <laughs> five teams that could possibly be in the honestly finals. two teams this year it's well, like no. it's like Lakers, two teams that could like win three. two teams that could win name me a team other than the lakers or the nets that have a genuine serious shot at winning the championship this year you can't LA just picked up Rondo. Clippers. I think I think Clippers have a chance. The way the Lakers are playing, with the way the I think are going down, they're um, still the little like, brother. But the bottom line is like we can literally pick five teams and have a one hundred percent success rate. You know what I mean? I yeah, at least in yeah. the MLB, in the NL alone, you have the Dodgers, the Padres, the Mets, it's even, not even the that. Braves. In, in other in other leagues, There's we see wild card weekend teams or like wild card game teams. Go to the championship or make a playoff run every single year. The Super Bowl champions were a wild card team this year. Yeah. yeah that's that's actually the first time in a while, though. It's been bye week teams, like one the and Green two Bay seeds. Packers, Six Bowl. seed, 2010. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. It's just like the MLB, the Nationals won a World Series after that was Trent weird. Grisham. God, don't get me started on him. But like the NBA, the it's AL could be anyone this year. Anyone in exactly. the American League could make it, it just, to the World it just Series. Is so disappointing. I just, I hate it. I hate everything about it. This is the weekly episode of Hating on the NBA with Ben Gatowski. Like, I, I could go on forever, but it is the worst. But we don't is, disagree with him. It is the worst professional sports league currently, and it's not close. And it pains me to say it because I'm a huge like. 80s, 90s documentary basketball 30 for 30 guy. Like, I love those things. And then I look at the NBA today and I'm just like, what is this? Like, what happened? DeJounte Murray got thrown out of the game for laughing the other day. Or like, it's just so horrible. I hate everything about this league right now and something needs to drastically change because slowly but surely people are starting to agree with me. Also, if we're going on a rant, we have to start talking about the players kind of jumping into other players and getting a foul. It's a Trae Young special. It slows down the game. It's just pretty much a game of only free throws. 
and not much skill. So Trey Young pretty much puts up 30 points per game on 15 free throws. And that's just not interesting basketball to watch. Well, like Ben was talking about in the 80s and 90s, it was a physical game. And I'm not even saying it has to go back to them. Like the 20, like Cavs Warriors was awesome every single game. You know what I mean? And it just, it just doesn't feel like that. Like when was the last series besides Cavs Warriors that you watched and you like completely loved every single game? Raptors Warriors. That was a pretty good. Raptors Sixers low key. Raptors Sixers, that was a great series. Okay, like that. You see what I'm saying? There's like one series, like that per playoffs. Like, okay, let's go back to last year. Um, what was it? Jazz, Jazz Nuggets. Oh, I liked oh, yeah. the Clippers, Mavericks, no, just because no, the Mavericks Clippers. made it closer okay, than they it won needed one to be. Game. <laughs> they won two. Whatever. Nuggets Clippers was really good. Um, Nuggets Clippers was pretty Nuggets, good. Nuggets Clippers Schmippers. Like the Nuggets stupid. and the Clippers, neither of them ended There's up making like the finals. One memorable playoff series per playoff. Like Raptors, Raptors Sixers. That was awesome. <laughs> Finals sucked. <laughs> the finals were terrible. Every other playoff series was terrible. The Bucks swept, or like the Bucks swept the Pistons and then beat a shitty, or like not shitty, but like, and then beat a beat up Boston team in like five. And then, like, it's just I hate I hate this league. I hate it. With that said, Giannis should win MVP. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Curry. No, it's. I think. It's he, I think it should be Jokic. It, it has to be Jokic. But if Curry keeps playing like this, it could get really interesting. I agree with you. I think if MVP was really most valuable player, um, I think Curry would win it this year because without Curry, the Warriors suck. They're the worst yeah. team in the NBA, and with him, they're a fringe playoff team. And it shows how great he is. But I think that with the stats that Jokic is putting up, yeah, and with his team really being the four seed in the tough West, I think he has to win. I agree with you. Um, all right, so I think that's going to conclude our weekly or yearly, monthly, whatever it is, episode of Sports Week in Review. So, as always, we hate on the NBA. We talk good about the MLB. We yell about the Bears and the Packers in the NFL. Cause Sounds it's like a day. Like, it's almost like there's no other teams in the league, but um, it's what we do. If you don't like it, go listen somewhere else. So, as always, let's make sure we're staying safe. We're wearing masks. We're getting COVID out of the way. We're so close to summer. We want to be at the beach. Let's get that done. Let's check around our neighbors. Let's be kind. People, this has been Evan Nader, casual sports fan. Signing off, let's roll the outro.